All right, I'm here with my special guest, Ken. Drum roll, please. At KD30032 on Instagram. Don't be telling the folks my Instagram. I don't need the folks sliding my DM. He makes the special appearances on Picture Me Living. And uh, you know what? Where did the name Picture Me Living come from, actually? Oh, that's a long story, man. We have to get into that later. Let's jump into this podcast, though. Who 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 came up with the name? I I didn't come up with the name. I coined the phrase. It's different coming up with a name and coining the phrase. Because when you think picture me living, it's me. Because I do all the work. Okay. <laughs> but who takes all the credit? I don't know. Define credit. Clearly, Ken takes all the credit for Picture Me Living. Because I coined the phrase. Because you wouldn't be saying it wasn't a phrase to be coined had I not coined it. Okay. So, here's the icebreaker. You ready for the icebreaker? Every guest is going to get an icebreaker. You have five seconds to pick between two movies with a quick explanation. You ready? Sit. Menace to Society, Love Jones. Oh, Love Jones. Explanation. Because it's Love Jones. That's not a good enough explanation. I think because you see more range of Lorenzo than Love Jones. You know why I picked those two movies? Oh, and that poem was dope as fuck. You know, I've never watched Love Jones all the way through. Yeah, well, I mean, your generation. I mean, y'all. I mean, <laughs> fucking your hot girl fucking generation. So. Don't get me started on that shit. Nah, actually, um, a young lady talked to me about that in a DM the other day. I don't think and real ass bitches that give a fuck about a nigga watch Love Jones. Because that was a real ass bitch that gave a fuck about a nigga. No, nah, she moved. I did see that part. And she brought her head back. When he. Showed that he gave a fuck. No, when the other nigga turned out to be an asshole. No. <laughs> when she brought her black ass back. So. <laughs> Clearly you ain't seen the movie. Do you know movie. why I asked you those two movies? Because so. Lorraine Tate's going to play me in my life story. <laughs> okay, no. Because Lorraine Tate is your favorite actor. Yeah, he's going to play me in my life story. So anyway, let me define... He, he didn't hear the first part of this uh, conversation, guys. Yes, he did just say Lorenz Tate is going to play him in his life story. So he didn't hear the first part of the conversation where I defined relationship. And he wants me to redefine it. It is the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected or the state of being connected. The state of being connected by blood or marriage the state in which two or more people or groups regard and behave toward each other, such as landlord tenant. And then I, I define intimate relationship, but what's so unique about Ken and I, Ken is my best friend and my life partner. He does not like when I say life partner. For 46 years old to my life partner. Why? Why? Goddamn why? too bored. Call each other life partner. <laughs> Uh, man. He, he can say things that I can't say because of my government job, but that's not how I view the term 
life partner. I like we got damn a wrestling team. Like we tag <laughs> damn I tag you in. We got so, them. So best <laughs> we got friend. We got damn what spandex. Best got friend them. is a better term. So life partner. <laughs> Ken is slowly morphing into a grandfather. If you can't tell by how he talks, but. Our relationships in our lives are dynamic because I explain how I look toward um, friends to fill void for family. Ken has several and numerous, actually, that's a better way to describe that. Numerous family relationships. Can you well, explain? Well, let me let me go back to your definition of relationship. If it's you think about if you think well they they definition them folk definition them folk not finna give me no definition. Okay. But if you look at the root word of the the the, the root word of def uh, damn the root word of relationship right relates. Mm. I own ship. I relate. I own ship. So if we are in a relationship. I relate, I don't ship, meaning that I try to see you where you are and okay. go where you're trying to go and help you get there and vice versa. Okay. That's actually See, that's, really that's the problem. A lot of people get in relationships, but as soon as it's a sign of trouble, they ship the fuck out okay. and they don't relate. You have to relate. But I relate, I don't ship. That's why I'm in a relationship. The definition that I just gave you, though, is not. So, do you want the intimate relationship? It goes even further into. You're talking about intimate relationships. No, I'm talking about relationship. Period. If I'm, you if don't it's pick family, your family, you just said the reason why people get into relationships. You ain't picked none of your family relationships. That just. You was born into those. You don't pick them, but you sure can cut them off. You can. But I want you. That's true. That's very true. I'm a firm believer of that. But I want you to expound on your family relationships. Like, well, what's so different from yours than mine? Well, I have, I have more family members my grandparents had more kids combined. So that within itself... Well, led to a bigger family, debatable. more options. Or no, my my grandmother had more kids than your grandmother. My great grandmother had a lot of kids, a lot. You know, but we're separate. We have that's that's what I mean. Like that's why it's comparable because my actual grandmother separated us, for lack of a better term, mm -hmm. from this huge family that right. is thriving. Right. On the West Coast without see, us and see, in New York. This is so, if you separate, how do you know that they're thriving based off your perception of what you see via social media and the brief phone calls that you have? Yeah. And when I, you know, we hang out with Ayana and she's like, yeah, I'm going to Auntie House and I'm going to this. I just can't relate. But it's, it's as if I'm listening to you. But that doesn't mean that it's thriving. Any any family dynamic, if you dig into the weeds, like on the outside looking in, everything so looks great. But you. if you dig, like, in, if you dig into the weeds, there's work 
that has to be put Absolutely. into maintaining Absolutely. those relationships and family relationships. And it's not always a bed of roses, but it may be perceived that because I may make a social media post and somebody may come on there and say, I love you, cousin. And then two more cousins may jump on it and say, I love you, cousin. I miss you, cousin. Yeah, you- but still, that doesn't spell perfection. What spells perfection is, and I give you a case in point, what spells perfection is when when I know that like we may be cousin, like I had one cousin, I'm not gonna mention her name, but I have one cousin that live right here in the city. I don't see her often, but I know when I need her, she's going to be right. there. Right. And I have another cousin that live in the city that I know that where she's at in her life, uh, she can't always be there based on things that she's been to, right. been through. And I, I got a lot of female cousins. And what you see is a lot of female cousins that you can relate to because you're a female. Right. But those female cousins have men in their life that they have to answer to. Mm-hmm. And they can't really drop everything to, you know, come and hang out with me. But. Okay. Maybe if you, let's just say you and I switch place and you had out a female cousin, that'll be a that I think that'll be a different bond that female to female thing, uh, more so than the male to female thing. Right. But uh, not to say that I'm not thankful for all of yeah, them. Yeah, sometimes. I, but I all of them got brothers, and I would switch them out for their brothers in the day. I move <laughs> all they ass down back to Miami and move their brothers here. <laughs> and I ain't got with my boy cousins all the time if I was able to wave a magic wand, Would you but I'm really not. After that last story, yeah. After that last story in Miami, yeah. Mm-hmm. I move all of them. Okay, all of them. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. all of them. So I'm not saying it is perfection. It's just not. It's just that I can. I'm just saying that you could call season. more people. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could definitely pick up the phone and call more people, and. You're definitely in that. So in in your comparison, how you just said, I can see people comment on your stuff. Hey, cousin, love you, cousin, blah, blah, blah. I see that on Ayana's page. That's what I mean. We we have a big family also. I'm just like, for instance, remember Ayana, I was like, what you doing this weekend? I might be in Vegas. Oh, I'm going to our cousin wedding. I didn't even know who the fuck she was talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how much we're isolated. And when I look at your your family is borderline envious because it's like, dang, Ken can call. He has so many relationships where he can call. And when I tell y'all on this podcast and quarantine and sometimes at the bar, Ken will literally FaceTime everybody and it's lit. It's fun. And they answer. They be like, Ken, you drunk. Like, Ken can call so many people in his family and just shoot the shit and talk shit in a five-minute time span and just and receive so much love. But that was an interesting point that you brought up with the whole, the ones that are accessible are females. They answer to men and they have their own female problems. Yeah, yeah. They have female friends that they deal with and go through stuff with and they have men they like to have answers to so it's not like it's not like I can you know you, you, we've had this conversation before yeah you can't just you know hey I need you right now cause stop what you doing 
But mm-hmm. th- there is one in Atlanta that will be like, what's up? I can't stop what I'm doing, but what's up? Mm-hmm. You need some money. You need pull up right now. What, what, what you need me to do? That is a it's, it's a different perspective on, you know, and I was just bringing light to relationships and I want to say this into intimate relationships. Right. I don't need to go back over that definition. I think you have common sense to understand what intimate relationships are. They don't require titles. Intimate relationships are intimate relationships. And they don't always have sex involved. It could be a a best friend. It could be a relationship where y'all do have sex and y'all are exclusive to each other. Intimate relationships covers so many bases that you know it's just whatever base that you and that person agree upon whether it's your best friend whether it's your cousin whether whatever it is y'all intimately share secrets y'all intimately share you know swap body parts whatever it is y'all y'all have agreed upon um this intimate relationship i think I think relationship, what people fail to realize is relationships, especially long-term ones, uh, be it with uh, friends or companions, they evolve. And not only do they evolve, they have chapters that 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 open and close. And, and sometimes that evolution in the relationships causes uh breaks to be had and it causes reconciliations and it causes uh things to be rekindled yeah. and it causes need for separation and timeouts and it causes these need to uh to come together lots of conversation i spoke on that earlier um a lot of platonic intimate relationships miss those hard conversations we have those hard conversations with the sexual intimate relationships. Like I was explaining to you earlier, um, you can definitely count on a you cheated on me conversation from a female. Absolutely. But when it's a platonic intimate relationship with a platonic friend, you rarely call out backstabbing and those type of hurtful things. And, uh, it has a lot to do with communication, a whole lot to do with communication. It's easier to communicate, believe it or not, with somebody that you are sexually intimate with. It is more hard to communicate with someone that you're not physically intimate with. You don't see them on a daily basis and you're like, we'll talk about it later. And then later comes and, and y'all don't talk about it. Right, and right. those that's heavy on the family relation. That's very heavy on the family relationships. So I made a video. I kind of want to segue into this because a lot of people are going to be like, "What does she mean by best friend and life partner?" Right? And I kind of want to segue way into this when I first announced on Instagram that I wanted to make a podcast. I made a video. And the video consisted of what exactly do men have to offer? I was perturbed that day because I saw a meme or whatever it is that I saw. It consisted of a man saying a woman requiring money 
was uh, prostitution or whatever. And I saw this on my own. I probably saw it at work on a break or whatever. And the man just went in on women like, why are y'all asking for money? Y'all need to go to work, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? What exactly do men have to offer? And I made a video about what do men have to offer? And I got a lot of responses from that. To sum up the video, basically, men don't have much to offer other than money. Hmm. Uh, do most men cook? Can you answer that? I don't know what most of them niggas doing. <laughs> I ain't finna motherfucking cook. So, most men do not cook. Men don't have nothing to offer but money. Hmm. It's interesting. So, Ken, okay. Ken ain't gonna admit this, but he, oh, he was, he, he looked at me sideways when I made that video, right? Ken and I met in the Navy and we were friends. But when we actually started dating, what set him apart was... Do you remember what set you apart? <laughs> you, want me, you want me to tell her? You tell her. What set Ken <laughs> apart... Because he finna, he finna <laughs> say some bullshit. What set Ken apart was his conversation, first of all. And if you know Ken, you know Ken is never at a loss for words. So, he got me with that one. But... Um, as a single mom and I just got out of the Navy, we went to the grocery store together and I was actually going to cook and include him in the meal. Like he was invited over for dinner or whatever, and he paid for the groceries. Mind you, once I saw him paying for the grocery, I didn't expect that. I, I wanted to tell the cashier, like, let me go get some lobster tails real quick and some steak <laughs> i forgot to add no, something you better to keep order. the motherfucking bologna hot dog in that motherfucking but now it was a pretty significant you know uh for a single mom that wasn't getting government assistance i i i really that really took something off of my plate and that made him stand out and do you remember that so the thing is, in that situation, as a man who's, I mean, can we agree that that, that I'm a provider? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm a natural provider. Man, like it's in eight. It's, it's just, yeah. it's just, it's just within the fire of my being. Men stop being as a whole. Men stop being providers. And but I'm just talking about me as far as myself and the way I was raised. And that's raised. how you introduce yourself to me. I saw, I saw a need and I filled it as a provider. I didn't say to myself, you know what? I'm going to pay for this because I got the money. I've been deployed and I have the money saved and I got the money. No. I saw a need and I feel that the provider in me fulfilled a need. So that made you stand out. So uh let's just let's talk about it because you said me I guess you said one of the top things or the only thing man had to offer was money. In that situation, I provided a sense of security. Yeah. That's uh, what it, that's yeah. I provided a sense of security. 
What's the security? What's yeah, took took something off your plate. Yeah, provide a sense of security. And honestly, uh that's what that's one of the intangibles that can be uh can be uh measured in money and it can be measured in other ways. But sense of security is what men provide. Yeah. Like the other day when you made the post about me going to put gas in your car and using your car. Yeah, I use your car, I couldn't find my wallet. But no, you was mad. But but <laughs> but when I was leaving and in your car and you knew that I was going to put gas in it, was there a sense of security that you felt? So my love like Wait, 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 hold on. I just asked you a question. Yeah. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Let's just <laughs> not let's just off. let's just not let's just not gloss over that. No, let me explain my love language. So wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Let this me just get this out. He, he hold on, let me, me just get this out. Time. Let me just get this out. Okay. So I put eighty five dollars in your car, right? Mm-hmm. That's not that's not really quote unquote money. It was measured in eighty five dollars. But if you could put a dollar amount on that sense of security that you felt or that you feel so, every time that I get ready to go do that, then so, let's we'll talk about we'll talk we have to go back to the uh to your original point that only thing men have office money, which is absurdly false. Which is I mean okay. it can't be more false. Okay. I mean if 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 if, if truth was the West, false would be Okay. If, uh, First of all, all need, the way in the I Middle East. I need some East. gas right now. So I need some gas right now. I forgot to say that. But if you let me finish, that's what Ken do. He likes to cut me off. If you let me finish, my love language is acts of kindness. Okay? So that, that ain't got nothing to do with security. Ain't got nothing to do with money. So there are several love languages. We'll get into that on another episode. Yours yeah. is physical touch. <laughs> Mine is acts of kindness. I don't need to. I don't need to fucking hold your hand. I don't need no motherfucking hug. Why are you so aggressive when you? Say I don't that? need all of that because you, I don't need all that. Why did you see the girl that? I don't need all that. Megan the Stallion will be so proud of you right Go now. Go put some gas in my car. <laughs> you got really. And aggressive. it ain't even the money. The money was funny because it was petty and it was a story to tell. I mean, you just got but, a whole battery in your back when you said that. But. Listen, <laughs> listen. when you actually take my car to the gas station, put gas in it, physically put gas in it, that takes something off of my plate that goes back to the groceries. You took something off of my plate. And honestly, like, that helps sexually. That takes something off of my mind when it comes time for me to lay down in the bed. But if I'm laying in the bed thinking, damn, I got to get gas in the morning. Damn, I got to budget these groceries that I bought. Man, I really want these Gucci shoes I saw in the mall. Dang, I re- like, that's mm-hmm. a lot on a woman's mind. Right, right, right. So, let me, first of all, my video for the shock value, I said, the only thing men have to offer is essentially quick sex right mm-hmm. so i wanted to google 
how long should sex last, right? Just for the sake of this podcast. I know how I feel sex should last. And let me be very clear. Um, I've, I'm a relationship girl. Like when the white girls in the Navy always used to call it, air quotations, relationship pussy. Like that's just, I, I don't go to the club. I don't meet people at the club. I don't like meeting people at the club. I think everyone's tainted. I literally find my person and I stick to my person. And I will fight over my person because and deal with bullshit from my person because my person literally can follow these next bullet lines that I'm about to read y'all. And the women out there can relate to me. It's, it's kind of hard to find your person. I need you to follow me here. It's hard to find your person in the world full of the men that, you know, are complaining that all, all women want is money just to waste your time with five minutes or less with sex. Okay. So I had to Google. How long should sex last? I Google how long does it take for a woman to? And I left it blank after that. The first thing that pops up was orgasm. Interesting, right? That was the first thing. It was a lot of things after that. How long should it take a woman to cook dinner? How long should it take a woman to change a diaper? Like it was a bunch of shit after that. But the very first thing was how long should it take a woman to orgasm? An average of 14 minutes after genital stimulation. 14 minutes after genital stimulation. So it, it takes longer than 14, 14 minutes, you guys. I'm going to guesstimate about 30 minutes. And then I Google the same thing. I took the W-O off women. So how long does it take men to? And this is what made me cackle because orgasm was not what showed up. Women already know how long it takes men to orgasm, which Google, once I had to type that, five to seven minutes. Okay. That's not what women are searching for. Women are searching for how long does it take men to fall in love? How long does it take for a man to ask me out on a date? Like, I was actually a little bit disappointed the Megan the Stallion in me was, was disappointed like women are we really googling that shit like but then it dawned on me like that's because we know the answer men really don't know how long it takes and so they go to google to figure out if they're doing it right so with that being said with the scientific results I'm going to always come with the actual facts Ken with that being said do you look at my conversation different because Ken literally thinks every man think like him, move like him, and he doesn't understand. <laughs> yeah, that nigga don't. He don't understand that it's really men out here that are five minutes or less, and on top of that, are complaining about paying for women groceries. Mm. He really, he really didn't understand my video. I slick think he took it personally. I had to explain. Ken, I'm just talking shit. I'm going to talk shit. It makes me feel good to talk shit. It's, 
funny, but at the same time, it is some truth to it. It is some truth. It's a lot of truth to it, actually. Google just explained that. I just, I just think it's. I, I can't. I've come from a different era, and I think I really think my era is cut from a different cloth than. What cloth? Than a lot of a lot of these uh, new guys that's out here now. I just really do. What cloth? Feel that way. I mean, I come from an era of men like the, the the generation of men I was raised by were men that were from like teenagers of like the civil rights era. You know what I'm saying? So what does I need? And and I just think that it was a, just a different standard of of men at that time. I mean, providers. Yeah, they, like it's, I come from like really really old school, old school men with old school values. Where men valued the woman, and the world revolves around the woman. I wouldn't be here without the woman. As a matter of fact, I don't have, and this is tying this in. Not only is it tying it in, this is my humble opinion, but I feel like that group of men said, I don't have much to offer this woman, but I want to offer her security, and I'm going to do my best to make her happy. Mm -hmm. And that means I'm going to take my time sexually. I'm going to listen. I'm going to hear Wait, her out. who said that? <laughs> the group of men. I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> you want me thinking about my granddaddy <laughs> smashing my grandma? You, you said y'all it was a lot Wait, of kids. Wait, hold on, man. You said it was a lot of kids. What the hell? You said it was a lot of kids. It's a reason why. Man. What else you got on your little? <laughs> it's more than just being a provider, though. Like... Yeah. That's not what these women are asking for, though. They're not just, they're saying cash at me yeah, because there's that. nothing and, else but you, to say. But, I mean, if you if you think about it, though, like, men are still being providers, like, but they doing it in, in, like, a real, a real fly, cocky way, right? Like, I remember, uh, like, Money Back Yo, he said, watch your mouth for a fly out your bitch to a place that she didn't know exists. That's... That's some fly shit to say, but that's real. That's some real provider shit the to say too. Man ain't saying it. That's some real fly the shit to say. Man ain't saying it. What, what, where how do you know? I just, I just told you. I saw it on Instagram, and it was heavily shared at the mm-hmm. moment. It was just heavily. I don't know, shared. man. Let's just let's talk about it. Cause what I I see on Instagram, you talking about that? What you see on Instagram? I see on Instagram. Celebrity dudes buying buying they women offset buying old girl some big gift or uh this this celebrity buying this celebrity woman this big gift or buying or investing in uh this baby mama's business. That's some all oh, that's some real provider shit. And I don't see average guys. Don't so I don't some, see none of our friends. Some, so you don't think that you don't think you don't see none of our friends? Did you just your best friend just bought a house for his wife and baby? Yeah, yeah, you're right. That was kind of cute, but we don't know the ins and outs of their finances. So though. I mean, I mean, I'm I just know saying, she like, too. yeah, but I'm just saying, I know she worked too. So we don't know the ins and outs. Of right, finances, but now like, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, uh, the provider thing is still there. It's yeah. just in a much, it's in a much 
fly away. Like you, we're talking about what we see on social media. You saying what you saw? Well, I'm sharing what I see and what I hear in rap lyrics. So the provider thing is still there. It's just in a big, you know, fly away. Like uh, you guys always, uh, uh, you always. Cause I don't follow the shade room, but you always telling me stuff you seen on the shade room about. A celebrity couple and what this celebrity man did for this celebrity woman. And that's and it always trends. You don't, you don't see those celebrities sharing those memes. So you see regular guys. Right. And regular people sharing those memes. Right. Regular salaries that I even saw one guy on my timeline that was like sis always busy. She don't she don't have time for a date. Sis nobody told you to buy that G Wagon. And I I thought it was funny at first, but then I was like, dang, like that's the car that she wanted, and she mm-hmm. working to pay for it, right? Yeah, right, I, right. that that was just his opinion of that. I think what he meant was, said nobody told you to live outside your mean, but that's a whole nother topic for yeah. a whole nother yeah. podcast. <laughs> nobody told you to do that, but at the same time, she's comfortable, right? right she's right, comfortable, right. and that's that's what she wants to drive, and you need to fit in her schedule. Mm-hmm. So we got a couple questions. I'm just gonna go over one of them. And the question was name three things. You asked me the question. Yeah, we both gonna answer it. Uh-huh. But you can answer it first. Name three things that are. I want to quote it. I want to exactly quote it for what she said. What do you guys feel are three important elements in any relationship? Ooh, I think one one of the most underrated but most important thing is having social media norms. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is I have to know what you think is acceptable for me to do via social media. Okay. And you have to know what I think is acceptable for me uh, to do on social media. Okay. Because if you bring that, to, like, the, our relationship started uh, just as social media was was picking up. Okay. And uh, I think... I think there was it wasn't no playbook to social media because it just happened. Okay. And a lot of a lot of relationships ended uh, because of social media, and you know a lot of people had arguments. I know we've had disagreements uh, about social media. Lots of them. Lots of them. So I think that in a relationship now, uh, one of the most underrated conversations why you dating someone has to be what. Do you find acceptable behavior from your partner to be via social media? And what do you find as unacceptable behavior to be via social media? Okay. So I was going to say communication, but you took communication a step further. Yeah. You label exactly a specific communication that needs to be had. Yeah, that has to be specific. Pacific, like the ocean. <laughs> I think. That, no, I'm just joking with y'all. I know it's specific. I mean, you know. You know, at this point in my life, I'm 37. If I fuck up a word, I don't even care. Nah, I, I care. I got a bachelor's degree. You, and you, I have you, a career. Yeah, I so, mean, Mickey Mouse got a bachelor's degree, so. I mean, Mickey Mouse is also Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. So, 
bitch, you're not Miss. You're not. Stop. <laughs> Stop. You're not Mickey Mouse. How are you going to critique that I misspelled a word? You know yeah. what I mean? So, uh, so that's how that's how I feel about you know miss saying words or whatever. I would. I wish somebody would yeah. actually correct. So me. I think yeah, social media norms have to be established. So yeah, communication and definitely trust. My my thing, is in any relationship, not just intimate relationships, trust. If we're going to have an ongoing relationship, it's got to be trust there. I think trust has to be has to be built. Okay. Uh, Earned. I'm not gonna automatically trust you with my life. Yeah. Even if we decide to date each other, it don't mean boom. Okay, trust you with my life. Yeah, boom, trust me, life. Here you go. Well, that's why people aren't just immediately dating these days. They're <laughs> testing the water first because right. of that. Like, right. I don't know if I want to trust you yet. Right. I can't think of a third thing. The I ability can. to have fun I for can. sure. I think, uh, um. Like, I'm going to say finance, but for us, it was a mutual agreement that that we'll never argue about finances. You remember you remember we first got together? Shit. You remember we first got together? The $100 rule? Oh, yeah. I done broke that. I said when we first got together. $100 rule. <laughs> so, when we first got together, we came up with a dollar figure that we would communicate with one another about what the other spent and, and back in 20, uh, damn, 2012. Yeah. Back in oh, 2012, yeah. we decided that a hundred dollars would be the, the minimum that we could spend without talking, to without talking to the other Anything person. over that, we need to talk to, talk to Remember each other. Remember when I had no money a, and Beyonce dropped that album? No, nah, it's a bar tile. Yeah. And I asked you for $15 to buy that Beyonce album at like 12, yeah. 37 yeah. in the morning? Yep. Yep. I think I had $20 <laughs> in my chicken <laughs> Beyonce, I think, I think it was. Bitch, a, we got a budget. We can't goddamn just be buying yeah, albums at midnight because yeah, you decided to drop an album. It's humble, humble beginnings. Not but, but yeah. I think we so that's communication. Name. That's communication to finance and one social media norm, uh, communication, finance, and trust. So that's three things. Okay. I think that we covered everything. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. Can you make me a sandwich? Or oh, do I gotta say I make me a motherfucking sandwich? How you, you want? You can it? say whatever the fuck How you, you want to say. Cut First of all, I don't even think we got any bread. Second of all, <laughs> you be when the, the last time I you be made the bread? This, I bring the meat. <laughs> when the last time I made you a sandwich? Yeah, shit, I don't know. I know you DoorDash when the motherfucker quick though. It's definitely a. Uh, <laughs> A salary limit when I stop making sandwiches. Thank you, Ken, for joining us. And uh, hit us up with your questions. You know I'm going to revisit this topic for the next episode. Go over any of your questions or concerns. Thank you for listening.